Um, you know what? Let me just <laughs> let me just preface this by saying, yes, I am. Yes, I'm guilty. Yes, I am a people pleaser. But there is a but there. Um, I'm a specific category of people pleaser. We will talk about that. Go ahead. I know you are dying to say something. This is the Bad Life Choices Podcast, where our outspoken, opinionated, and caffeinated hosts break down a life choice we can all relate to. Tune in as true originals Sharita Janelle and her godmother Maria have funny and candid conversations, explore life's pitfalls, and inspire you to make better life choices. I just, I could not wait to do this episode. Um, because it's not just you. I have a few people in my life who fulfill this category. But I would say that one particular person, I didn't know they were people pleasing um, because it wasn't as evident. With you, I was like, oh, can she stop? Can she stop, please? (laughs) Um, But this particular person, it didn't become apparent because just like you, like you said, it is a subset or like one particular category in which you please and or maybe the reason why you do it, we'll go into that. But for this person, they only do it with certain people. So, and generally it's people they're dating. Oh no. So, yeah. So, you know, I, because I would call this person, sometimes I can't get them on the phone. Sometimes they don't call me back. It's getting a little better now. But then I talk to them. I'm like, I haven't talked to you in a while. Or, or what were you doing last night? I was on the phone for six hours. You were say what? Why? Why were you on the phone for six whole hours? Did, was something happen? Were you catching up with an old friend? No, I was talking to someone who I was going to see later that day. But why? Mm. But why, but why, but why? Because they were, I don't doubt that this person was not enjoying the conversation. However, they were on the phone for that long because the person they were talking to also wanted to continue talking. So as opposed to them acknowledging the fact that one, it's getting late, I'm going to see you very soon, I might be tired from my important job and day tomorrow, I'm just going to stay on the phone and keep talking. Even though I don't want to. Because I don't want to, you know, what do they call it? Stir the pot. Shake the bottle. Or <laughs> Shake the <laughs> bottle. What kind of a saying is that? That is not a saying. Well, you know, it, shake the can. And then, you know, when you open it, everything goes everywhere. You shake the can? Okay. We're gonna, you don't want to shake the can. We're going to make that a new saying. Did, Girl, don't be shaking that can. Girl, she just, she's just shaking the can. That's all she's doing. Yeah. Okay. So I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't think it is beneficial I have so many thoughts because I am completely the opposite. Oh, you so are not a people pleaser at all. At all. And, and I'm, you know what? That's great, do you? But um, by the same token, sometimes I think there's a happy medium. I'll say that. Because I definitely am overboard on, on the people pleasing in the, you know, where I do it. Um, but sometimes I think there's a happy medium. I would say... No. Okay, well, <laughs> we can agree to disagree. We're going to debate this. We're going to talk about it. And yes, um, we'll see. We'll see what everybody has to say. Mainly us, but. For those who don't know, 
What is a people pleaser? Are you asking me what a people pleaser is? Okay. Yes. yes so yes. a people pleaser is a person, generally speaking, who puts others' needs and wants ahead of their own. That's a short, sweet definition of a people pleaser. Okay. And that sounds all great because in theory, when you're in a relationship or, you know, or if you are a parent, that's what you should do as well. You're supposed to put your children's needs or sometimes you put your partner's needs. So that doesn't sound like a bad thing. It sounds like this selfless act that, that, you know, just will help nurture, shows how much you care, things like that. However, I do think there's a little caveat with people pleasing because it's not just with those particular relationships. And I think the, pe- the pleasing goes beyond the needs. It's the favors. It's the saying yes. It's the always agreeing. It's, there's so, it's like, why are you here? Are you having a good time? No. If it's so-and-so's birthday, fine. And the party sucks, I'm going to be there anyway. Right. So, okay. I will not be at so-and-so's house helping them put on a new roof, though. <laughs> put on, no. I don't think you're going to be at anybody's house putting on a new roof. I'm just saying because you are oh, you not a know, roofer, but okay. All right. So, however, though, people who are people pleasers may show up for that. Well, they may. I mean, they may be the people standing on the ground handing the hammers up to the people on the roof. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. So, yes. So, first of all, let's talk about signs of people pleasing. So, I think you went through some of them, you know, not yes. saying no or you can't say no. Um, you don't want people to think that you're selfish. You want people to think that you're nice and you're kind. Um, you want people to like you. Um, you, you agree to do things like you said that you really don't want to do. Oh, I think we should go to this hoedown. You hate country music and you say, okay, let's go. Yes. People pleaser. Um, so yeah, no, not so much with me. Like, I don't care if you like me. I don't care if you don't like me. That is not why I do it. Um, do I have a hard time saying no? Yes, I do sometimes to certain people. Um, another sign of people pleasing is that you rarely have time for yourself. Huge, huge in my world. And you know that. I think this is one thing that, that we need to differentiate because, as we talked about earlier, the idea of people pleasing in itself or the definition you gave sounds fine. Sounds like a, like a honorable thing to do. But I think that what we need to really distinguish right now is when people pleasing becomes a bad life choice. Correct. Correct. We, we, we have not touched on that. We have not and I touched think, on that. And I think, and I think that is the distinguishing factor. Because once it becomes detrimental to your life and you put people's needs above yours so far to where it's affecting many areas of your life, your time, your health, your well-being, your mental state, it's time to stop. You're right. It is. So like we said earlier, we talked about the signs of people pleasing and, you know, we basically touched on most of those signs, but... I think we need to delve into the causes of people pleasing before we talk about the effects of people pleasing, because that's, that's just a whole other thing. And before we talk about all that, can we talk about some of the people pleasing that you do? We can so, talk about some of the so people I, pleasing. Go ahead. Cause I know you're, you're dying to bring it up. So go ahead. 
Maria, you are such a nice person. But people who do not know, Maria does not live next door to the airport. Oh, in God. Fact, she lives, in fact, she lives about 45 minutes away from the airport. 35. Maybe, we'll maybe, say 35. Maybe the, in the way she drives 35. Okay. okay. <laughs> However, though, she picks up everybody from the airport and takes them as if she runs a shuttle service. At one point, I do remember you got up at like stupid o'clock in the morning. It was like five, four, four o'clock in the morning to take somebody to the airport. And you've done that multiple times. Correct. Pick, pick them up at God awfully hours. Correct. Multiple town times. Correct. Yes. Yes. Are you the only person that these people know? With the vehicle. Absolutely not. <laughs> Am I the only person that these people know that will do this? Probably. Do you think they keep calling you because you keep doing it? 100%. I, I just, I'm just trying to understand the level of self-awareness or lack of self-awareness here because I guarantee the first time the other people said no, they didn't circle back. You kept saying yes and they start going to you. Absolutely. And they kept going. I know. People you... pleaser. Hello. I'm going to get a shirt that says people pleaser, but not all the time. I'm just saying. Just unless you need to go unless, to the airport. Exactly. On the back. And that's going to that's be on the back of the shirt. <laughs> unless you need to go to the airport. Yes. I don't, I, you know. You also run a pet care facility. And, and I know Maria, she loves pets. They are, animals are her heart. However, Maria has a whole job, a whole life, and a whole subset of things that she has to do. But somehow, she manages to run an airport shuttle business, a pet care business. None of these are taxed. None of these because she's not getting paid for any of this. These are not jobs. Right. <laughs> and if you could see her face right now, the look of, huh, I guess I do that too, is running across her face. But she's like, is it bad? I mean, if not, who's going to walk the, uh, the dog? I don't know, maybe the other 15 people who are capable of coming over someone's house, opening a bag of dog food, petting the little animal, giving it the food, and then being on its merry way. But I love the puppy and the kitties, so I have to go and do it. No, you don't, oh, have to. <laughs> now, now we've touched on something new. Have to. That's a very interesting word that you've used. Yeah, I know. I feel, okay. No, I love. I won't. I won't attack you anymore. I, those are, no, those that's are two okay, examples because you did leave out some stuff, so we're good. Um, I'm I, not done yet. Okay. I <laughs> know. <laughs> listen, um, I won't do it. I don't do it for everybody. There are certain people that I do do it for, and I do it because I want to do it. But it is to my detriment sometimes. I'm going to say that because. There's a lot of times that I don't have time left over for me, not just me that, oh, you know, I want to go take a walk. I want to go for a bike ride. Just me, like I need to clean my house. I need to do my laundry, that type of stuff. So yeah, it is, it is, um, well, I don't want to say detrimental. That's a huge word, but does it affect my personal life? Yeah, it does. I don't know in my case what the cause, I don't know if there's like a specific cause. It's just something I do. It's just who I am. But I have no problem saying no in other areas or to other people. But like with the the, the animals, I love them. So of course, I'm going to go and say yes, because 
There are times I say no if I'm not going to be around. If I'm not going to be home, obviously I'm not going to like cancel my plans to go and do that. But if I'm home, but would you? But but would you? No, I wouldn't. No, I would not. I would not. I'm not going to like okay. drive home 30 miles because I need to go and let the dog out or whatever. I'm not going to do that. Um, so we talked about so the if you're wondering, is this me? And I think a lot of like our episodes. People tune in, they'll know exactly if this is a bad life choice that they've made. And sometimes I think they may be sitting here like, am, am I making this bad life choice? Because some things, like I said, toxic relationships, they're not, they, you know, you don't know the toxic in, until it's too late. You may not realize that you're people pleasing until someone brings it to your attention that people are taking advantage of. Now with your instance, I think that the people who you people please are people who are family and friends and they generally love you and appreciate you. Exactly. However, however, that is not the case with some people because when you, if there are people who walk around wearing this t-shirt, as you say, they become a target. And then next thing you know, any and everybody will ask them for favors, take advantage, walk over and these people, because they're not family or friends or relatives, they're not concerned with your well-being. They don't care if it's exhausting. They don't care if, if, it, if it takes time from things that you want to do because they put themselves as the priority. That's correct. No, but what you said is correct. The people that I am doing stuff for are family and friends that do love me, do care about me, and, and you know, are concerned about me. Um, and would not be mad at me if I said no. So I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm just doing it because that's just, you know, that's just who I am and because I want to do it. But I, by the same token, I have no, no problem if somebody at work says something, like somebody I really could give a rat's ass about says something to me and, well, can you do this? No, that's, no, I'm not doing that because I don't have time. I have to do my job. You do it. So you, you, you made it a point to tell me that I am not a people pleaser. You are not. How, however, though, I am a people liker. I do like that people like me. I don't want to necessarily please, please, please people, but I like to be liked. That's true. Yeah. But do you but like to be liked enough to people please? To do, no, that's right. the thing. See? Yeah. So you're like, so no, I will, no. I will be as personable as I need to, uh, smile, like be, I'm, I consider myself delightful and very humble. But at the same time, I'm not, I don't overextend myself. And I run around a lot, but I'm doing things for me and the things that I want to do. Right. And I'll tell people in a second, you know, oh, I need help with this, that, or the other thing. But it's more so like reciprocal, reciprocating. So friends who do things for me, I do things for you. I think this is, goes back to that kind of non-toxic relationships because I think once you start being the only person who's doing the pleasing, then one cup is full and the other person's cup is got like just a little bit of liquid in it. Just and a it's, drop. It's hard to, just a drop. Just, just, a, just, just a few droplets. And that's, how are you going to quench your thirst with just a few drops? <laughs> Okay, so the analogies I come up I with. I know. So the shake can. the can, <laughs> quenching the thirst with a few drops. So you want people to like you, right? Not that I want. I like when people like oh, you me. Like so when I don't people like you. Okay. when people. Yes. So I don't like go. I don't. I don't go out of my way necessarily to find people to like me. But if I come across people and I realize I'm like, 
If I come come across people, like, do you live on a deserted island? (laughs) No. If I ever come across people, another human being. (laughs) No, I meant when I meet new people. I'm out and I'm social all the time. As, As people may or may not know, I am sometimes in the streets. So I, I go to different the bars. I go to different know that you're in the streets. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. I go to different bars. I go to social, in, you know, things that are happening in Austin. I'm constantly, you know, meeting new people. I don't have a problem going out by myself. And if I decide to take myself on an outing or a date, I just go. And I don't, I don't need anyone to go with me. However, though, I do anticipate always sometimes meeting new people in those adventures. And when I come across somebody, in that sense, not okay. on the desert island. There we go. Uh, then, you know, I try, to, I try to be pleasant and give off, you know, friendly vibes towards them because I like to have positive interactions with people. You know, they may say, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Can you watch my stuff? Sure, no problem. Sure, but no I problem, but I, you're not overextending yourself because you're sitting there never. anyway, so you might as well just... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's the thing too. Um, it's one thing when you're just being friendly or a nice person, but I think, as I said about in the beginning, when we talk about the bad life choice of it, it's, it's the things that start affecting you. And just like with anything, it's so, so much easier for people on the outside to see in. I saw how exhausted you are at one point in your life. And you kept, you knew you were tired. You're like, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. But I'm, but I think it, it took until for me to go over or replay the last three days that you had at one point. I was like, do you realize that you did A, B, C, D, E, day two, F, G, A. We got almost down to Z. Right. That's true. But at that point... I did not feel like I could not, not do those things. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, okay. So (laughs) I felt like everything that I was doing for everybody else at the time were things that they could not do for themselves and were things that needed to be done and there was no one else to do them. Therefore, I had to do them. I wanted to do them, but I was exhausted I felt like I was going to fall on my face because I took on way too much. Not that I took on way too much because I said, yes, sure, I'll do this, I'll do this. People weren't asking me. Just people were dependent on me at the time. I had to do whatever it took in order to make sure everything got done. I think about people who run around a lot in their lives. I have a lot of friends with kids. Do you think that people reach out to people without kids more so than people with kids? Oh, because so much so. Because they're like, well, you know, oh, well, Sarah's got to take Timmy to soccer practice, so I'll call Maria. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're like, okay, Maria doesn't have kids, so she's not doing anything. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I don't have kids either, but I also I put my foot way down, and I'm, I'm like, do it. No, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but because they know me, they know what type of person I am. They know that you know I like to make sure that everybody is okay. Not everybody, not everybody in the world, not all 7 billion people. I mean, I'm just saying that (laughs) I'm saying, you know, those people that are important to me in my life, they, everybody knows that I want to make sure everybody is okay. So yes, I feel like 
because of that, they call me because they feel in their mind that I have all this extra time because I don't have kids. They call me. So yeah, I think it plays a role, but I'm going to say this. So we were talking about the different causes or starting to talk about the different causes of people pleasing. And I'm going to go over a couple of different causes and I'm going to then talk about the one that I think is the reason that I am a people pleaser. So first of all, they say that people pleasers lack self-confidence. Not the case for me. You oh, no, no, no. You know that. <laughs> Anybody that knows me well knows that. However, there is a category. Go ahead. You, know, so you were 50 and fabulous. Exactly. Like, yes, 50 and fabulous <laughs> yeah. five years ago. Uh, yeah. 55 and fabulous in two days. See, oh my God, two days. I'm going to be well, double nickels in two days. Still nickels. fabulous, but okay. Um, but yeah, a lack of self-confidence is a big cause for people pleasing. And this is because people think that they're not good enough for whatever reason within themselves, they're not good enough. So by doing things for other people to make other people happy, then that is going to improve how they feel about themselves. Not the case for me. Another reason they say people become people pleasers is because they're insecure, which goes along those same lines. Not insecure, never have been, not as a child, not now, not one of my, not the reason for me, okay? Um, then there are people that are the perfectionists. They want everything to be perfect. So if they can control it, they are going to do it. So this would be the only thing that causes me to do things that I don't want to do because I, when I see things out of whack, I just kind of step in. I think because I'm controlling, I'm not trying to please. It may end up pleasing someone, but when I see, so if, if, some, if I'm at someone's house and I see them struggling to cook something or put a table together. I'm like, oh my God, get out of the way. Let me do it. But you're so doing that I out of irritation, not out of people pleasing. <laughs> okay, good point. So next. Next. Um, so <laughs> another reason that people become people pleasers is because of some past experience, a traumatic experience, a painful experience, and learned behavior from those around them. They may have grown up with a mother or a father or, you know, or a grandparent that was a people pleaser, and that is what they learned. So that's what they continue to do in their lives. Um, what I mean by painful or traumatic experience, they may have had um, an abusive um, experience or experiences, whether it was physical abuse, emotional, mental abuse, and they feel that if they just make everybody happy, then they won't be in those traumatic or painful um, situations. More situations, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. So they become people pleasers. Um, so by doing this, if they're going to offset any kind of negative behavior that's going to come towards them. Exactly, exactly. So whatever they can do is that people pleasing, or is that a little bit of a what do they call it? A, like when you want to save yourself, like, like a self defense um, mechanism. Yes. Actually, yes. you know what? That's a good point. I think it's both. Um, 
And I'm just going by the little bit of research that I did on people pleasing, mm-hmm. um, which by the way, in preparation for this episode, you know, did a little delved into the research of people pleasing. And all I could and think you, is, did you oh call my God. some people and tell them no? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. But all I could think of was, Oh, Sharita is going to eat this episode up. She is just going to love. And I don't. This I, I did not want this to be a like a therapy session for you, but but I just I want it to be brought to the attention because the fact that in regards to bad life choice, I just I've seen so many people, not you, get taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. You have your causes that you are, you would throw yourself into with animals and whatnot. I mean, I consider myself like a advocate for women and all everything that I've done with, you know, starting my blog and my website and anytime I can volunteer organizations that help empower women, that's me too. But I feel like there's a little part of me that is like a people pleaser advocate because I feel like they don't have a voice. And when I see someone getting taken advantage of, I'm like, no, she will not be doing this. You will wait your turn. Or like, no, that is that is one thing I can say about you because you have voiced that to me time and time again. Not just about me, about other yes. people. And so I I I totally agree with you on that. Um I know you don't like seeing people get taken advantage of. And it it hurts my soul. Right. I think I'm so big and when I see people making themselves small for other people, I blow a gap. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this has to stop. The world is not balanced. This is not how it should be. And and I try to do anything I can to kind of help these help the people make them aware. But at the same time, though, wanting to not people please has to come from within. And this is something that I'm realizing, too, that I cannot make every situation better. Listen, you only have control over what you do. You And I tell you this all the time about all the things. You only have control yes. over you. You don't have control over anybody else. And you only have control over how you handle a situation or how you react to a situation. And I understand you wanting to help people. And I think that's fantastic. Um, but you, you have to realize, like you said, if they want to get the help and they want to change, they will. And if they don't, they won't. But I'm going to get back to the causes. The last cause of being a people pleaser is because you have a genuine concern for those people. That is my category because the people pleasing that I do, I do, and you know this, have a genuine concern for those people. If I didn't, I would not be doing this. Do you feel like these people, of course they're families and friends, but do you think that they notice that you give more than they give? Oh, absolutely. But some of them are not in a position Yes, I'm saying, but some people aren't aware of it. You know, they're not like, they're not thankful. They're like, oh my God, Maria does so much for me. I'm so grateful for her. Like, and like you said, some people, whether they're elderly or they're um, just anything, the skills that you have or what you're doing, they are unable to do it. So you are, you are adding into their life. But I, I just like to make sure that when this is happening, in order to change it from a bad life choice to something that's just actually like a part of who you are is the acknowledgement from the parties that you are pleasing. Well, I get sometimes that. Sometimes that, that, yes. I do. I get that. Um, the people that, that I'm doing all the things for always acknowledge it, always thank me for it, and I can tell are genuinely appreciative of it. They're not just saying, oh, thanks, 
and, you know, moving on with their lives. They are genuinely appreciative of it. So that's why, yes, I'm going to say I'm a people pleaser. I am um, to an extent, but, and I'm aware of that. And that's, I'm, and that's not going to change. That's, that is how I'm going to be from here on out, how I've always been for those people that I love and care about, um, you know, that are in my world. That's how it's going to be. But the people pleasing, I agree with you, the people pleasing that's done for all these other reasons, like you said, you, I liked what you said, like making them, you know, making themselves small. I don't like that. I don't like that for me. I don't like that for anybody else. And I think it's those instances where it really needs to stop. It needs to stop a little bit on my behalf too, because I get tired. And yes. And as you talk about this, there are not just, I think, uh, more emotional effects of people pleasing as one may say, you can get angry and frustrated with the people that you're constantly doing things for if they're not acknowledging it. Um, but when you add so much to your plate and I know, I know, someone who's like this as well. I don't know if they're applying for sainthood. Or I don't know if there's an, if that's like an application that you can fill out. But every time I spoke to this person, they were doing something for someone else. Wasn't necessarily in their wheelhouse. They were, they were a professional. I mean, meaning like they went to work and had professional skills that they were use, utilizing at work. Because I don't want to say what this person did. Okay. Because we're not going to call anyone up. But that's what they did. Then I would call them sometimes. What are you doing? They would be doing X, Y, and Z. Not what they went to school for. Then next day I talk, what are you doing? Oh, I, you know, I'm running around doing da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you have a full job that requires you to focus, run an office, do things. But you spend all of your time in the car, going back and forth to other people's houses, their family, their friends, their, it's charity work, all the things. And I, I literally asked this person, when do you have time to rest? Point blank said to me, I don't. Is that me? I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, but this is the thing. Like it will start to weigh on your body, your mind. How can you be... A good part, I said, you know, they always say when you take care of yourself, that's how then you can take care of people better. But if you're not taking care of yourself, then how are you adding to other people's lives? You have to be a whole person to give. For me, that is. No, you're right. Not because what do they say on airplanes to parents, people traveling with yes. children? God forbid something happens on the airplane and are you going to go around, put everyone's air mask on? Right. No, you better get your own air mask on <laughs> first and then put the air mask on of the people that you are with that might, you know, need assistance. And uh, a parent, I am not a parent. I am a godparent. I am an aunt. But a parent, and I just think anybody like that who has a relationship with children, their natural instinct is going to be to take care of that child first. If you're traveling with with a person who is disabled, uh, an elderly person, your natural instinct, unless you are just freaking cold hearted, is going to be to take care of that person first. However, they say that for a reason. Wear your own air mask before you put on someone else's because guess what? When you have no more oxygen, they aren't getting any more oxygen because you won't be there to do it. Exactly. And so- 
So you follow instructions on the plane? I do follow instructions on the plane because I have never been in that situation. <laughs> and I can't tell you if I would do that or not. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on who I'm traveling with. Okay. Well, we're just going to say that I hope we never come to this. Exactly. Let's just hope that never happens. But you mentioned earlier um, the effects of you know people pleasing anger and frustration. And I can so see that happening because in in my case, I'm doing I'm doing all the things, but I'm doing them because I want to do them. Okay. Um, and I sometimes get frustrated with the lack of time I have for myself. I don't get frustrated at those people, but I just get frustrated within myself because it's like, oh, I didn't have time to do this. I didn't have time to do this because I was doing other things. So yes, that is definitely one of the effects of, you know, people pleasing. But I think beyond that, if it gets to the point where it's just so out of hand it can become an anxiety issue and a stress issue, which then we know stress, you know, they say stress can kill you. Stress can have physical effects. It can manifest itself, manifest itself. See, it's doing it now because I can't speak. Manifest itself physically. And like you said, how are you going to take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself? When we decided to do this episode, you know, it's kind of like, Let's call out all the people who help everybody else. But, and it's, and it's not that, it's not that cut and dry. There's a difference. Because, There's a difference between yeah. being kind, generous, doing what you're doing and people pleasing. There's a difference. I mean, if I have a full schedule and I look at all the things that I have to do and I realize that time is running short and I'm not going to get them all done, I, I take time to see what is the most important thing? What is the most time sensitive thing? What has to be done and what has to be done by me? And being able to look at that and, and prioritize and whether you call that, you know, um, I guess it is, it's, it's prioritizing what you need to do. And if going to meet someone for lunch is not going to make it, I'm sorry. I'm going to call that person and say, you know, my schedule's getting really tight today. I won't be able to make lunch. Let's reschedule. Because the bottom line is, yes, unless it's a birthday, an anniversary, or things like that nature, drinks, lunches, meetups, they can, all, they can happen at any time. They can. And I put those off. I put those off, you know, especially if it's going to take away from something that is more time sensitive and just not to be mean, more important in my life at the time. Absolutely. Actually, that's a very good point that you made because that is one of the coping skills that they use and they tell people who are people pleasers that they need to set goals and priorities. And it is important. Like you said, some things can just wait, right? People pleasers find it very hard to say no. That's what we know. So another suggestion that we have for people that are people pleasers are to start with baby steps. You don't have to just, you know, turn, I don't know what the saying is, but like do a 180 and be like, nope, somebody calls you. Can you? No. Um, I need help. No, that's not going to happen. So baby steps, baby steps, just little, small, little changes. When you get a request, someone calls you and they say, Hey Maria, are you free next week? Can you, um, oh, and you know what? Okay, I'm gonna finish this and then I'm gonna go back because I just thought of something oh God. else. <laughs> and they they say they say, Hey Maria, can you do something next Wednesday at four o'clock? You get a text. How quickly do you reply? 
Do you immediately, once you see the text, are you then checking your calendar, seeing if you have something and then replying? It depends what situation I'm in. If, if okay. I'm, if I'm just sitting there, you know, chilling, watching TV or whatever. Yeah. I'll check my calendar and I'll look. Um, but okay. if I'm in the middle of something, you're going to have to wait. But so my point is so when I get people ask me, can I do something? I'll look at it. Even if I'm doing nothing, it depends when it is because I'm like, hmm, next Wednesday. What might I be doing next Wednesday that I want to do instead of doing what they just asked See, me to do? Even if it's right, There's a difference between you and I. I'm not saying one is good and one is bad, although I know you think mine is bad and yours is good. I get that. But no, if I don't have something to do, then yeah, I'll, I can help you. I'll do it. No problem. If I might have something to do, that doesn't cross my mind. Whereas you're thinking, hmm, I may be having happy hour, doing happy hour next Wednesday. I may be in the middle of a, you know, glass of Pinot Noir. I don't know. It's spring. It's okay, rosé. Rosé. Rosé all day. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if you're eating a steak, though? Will you still be having a rosé? No, Cabernet. Okay, Cabernet. Well, still, Pinot, Cabernet. It's all red. It's all good. Okay. No. This is not the wine segment. Wine and you are listening. <laughs> okay. We are not speaking to a sommelier right now. So let's stick to the point. One thing I noticed that, that you do as well is that unless you are <clears throat> on the phone internationally, no matter who calls, you click over to tell the person you're going to call them back. I do. I do. And I think it's really sweet. And I love it, and I come to expect it. But from it's you. annoying. Uh, oh. No, but but I don't do it. I know. I do. I don't do it all the for, time, for, but I do people, it a lot. I do. I admit, I do it a lot because they're just for people who are expecting my call. I will send them a text and say, "I'll call you right back." I do that. I've done that with you. You do do that, but you also you click over. But normally, when you can't take the call, you sometimes call the person back in ten minutes. Correct. It's not, let me call you back in three hours. Correct. It's like, yeah, that's just, that's just who I am. It's like, I just, I think it's, I think it's just rude to not to not click over because I can send them a text just as easily. Um, but I'm a talker, obviously, you know, I'm a talker. So I'll be like, hold on. It's, you know, it's like easier for me to say, hold on and click over. Hey, I'll call you back in a few minutes and click back than to text, you know, them and do it. I mean, although I, I will text no problem, but I, you're right. I do. I do do that. I'm so guilty of doing that, but I just, cause I do it because I think it's rude, like not to acknowledge. Okay. So when you do tell people no, do you flat out say no, or do you try to make up an excuse on why you can't do something or not make up an excuse or give them an excuse? Okay. So I, I usually don't flat out say no. I don't make up an excuse. Because there is a reason why I cannot. So I will. Of course, but do you provide people with those reasons? I do provide people with those reasons, even though it's really not their business. It really does not matter. But I do provide them with the reasons. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I was programmed when I was young and I don't know. I don't know. I've noticed that sometimes I'll get a call or not get a call. If I get a request for something and I respond and I say no, and I start saying, sorry, I won't be able to make it. And the next thing you know, I'm finishing the sentence with, I have to blah, blah, blah. And I start looking at the paragraph. I'm like, delete, delete. Oh delete, my God. Delete. I do that too, though. Goes to, sorry, I won't be able to make it. 
period. Hope to see you soon. Like there is no, there is no caveat. You know what though? Why are you saying sorry? If it's something important to them. Like if it was, oh, I'm so sorry. I won't be able to make your, you know, your birthday celebration. Or you said, if it's something like that, then because then it means something. But if someone says, hey, can you help me move next week or help me, you know, pick out something? Who knows? Won't be able to make next week. Let me know if you need any other help after you go. You know, I just kind of, I don't give them a reason why. I just say, I can't do it. Or I use the word unfortunately. Unfortunately, my schedule doesn't permit. Hate to rain on your parade, but I won't be able to make it. Like I have stopped saying sorry in emails when I'm running late to something or if I haven't gotten back to you. I say thank you for your patience Mm -hmm. now. I stopped uh, women emailing people. I call that women speak. You know what? That's good. And it's not, but it's not just women speak. You should always try to put things in a positive instead of a negative. Well, not even that though. Like I take out the please, please see the below. No, see the below. I was just wondering. See, I still do the please. No, no. And then I was, I I was just wondering if, if you could check your calendar. Are you available on this day? I am so direct now with my, let me know if you're available on this date. See the attach chat soon. Hi, sorry I couldn't make it. Please let me know if you're available. I went ahead and attached some things. Just like, nope, 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 and nope. That's not my life. No. Well, I am going to try and um, put some of those things into practice. Um, it, it's not going to be 100% because that is just not who I am. And, you know, I've been doing this for 55 years, so... It, this is this is just how it's going to be. But I am going to try and get better. Okay. I am going to try and, I believe and you. make an effort to get better. And and I know you will be, you know, be checking me. I, so. I will be advocating. And for all those who may yes. who may need a a people pleasing advocate, hit me up on social. I will be I will be your advocate. Find me at Sharita Janelle. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let us know, as always. The thing about people pleasing, like we said, it's it's great to do things for people who care for you, people who respect you, people who also fill into your cup. But if you find yourself constantly being the only one giving, 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 making yourself smaller and being taken advantage of, then it's time to stop because no matter what, how you look at that, that will always be a bad life choice. So I am going to try and make a better life choice. Anybody else who's people pleasing, remember relationships are give and take. So remember... As much as you give, you need to take a little bit too and don't feel guilty about it. Bad choice, good story, lesson learned. Thanks so much for listening. Like what you've heard? Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like this episode, and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For more bad life choices, tune in next week.